Welcome to the trap, welcome, welcome to the trap. Welcome to the trap, welcome, welcome to the trap. Let's go. Zen, trap, zen, trap, zen, trap, zen, trap. Protect your peace. Protect your energy. Welcome to the first ZTT. Zen Trap Travel. I'm one of your two hosts, Zen P. Yogi LG. Hey, we got a special um, episode for you. We basically coming to you live from overseas. Um, we want to tell you about what we're about to start, the journey that we've begun, uh, what we're doing, why we're doing it, how we're doing it, um, and we want you to be a big part of it. Yeah, so uh, Yogi LG, let's start with um, a little overview about what we're doing. Okay. Uh, we are taking a six-month journey across the world, ultimately. Uh, we're going from different countries to different countries, staying in Airbnbs, staying in hostels, staying in their hotels, um, just to see the world. We wanted to take a a journey and really like kind of like a mini retirement, right, to just do what we want to do, which is travel. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so like she said, really going to be like six major countries and just visiting countries along the way as we can fit them in and as we can afford them because in doing this I'm sure the first question is how are you going to afford it how are you going to have the time to do it so uh, we explored different options before we left but before we even get into all of that maybe I think we should probably explain a little bit more about ourselves just in case for new listeners or people who just don't know us that well um, we like to play a game we pretty much tell your life story under a minute. That's how we get to know a lot of strangers or people really quickly, or even your own friends sometimes. We've had friends for eight years where we play this game, and you learn something new every single time. So, Yogi LG, you want to start us off? Or? Yeah, I'll start us off. I'm going to try my best to stay at 60 seconds. Um, my name is Lindsey Grandy. I was born in Atlanta, Georgia, the outskirts, um, Tucker, Georgia to be exact. I was born to a single mom. Um, she had two kids prior to me. They were 18 and 19 years old when I was born, so I'm definitely a baby. Um, I was a happy child, very joyous. Um, I was loved. I was spoiled. All the, all the things you think, I was that. Um, from that point, I always was really interested in sports. So middle school, high school, was pretty much sports was my life. Play softball, play basketball, play volleyball, play uh, through shot putting discus and track and field. Any anything athletic, I was a part of it. From that, uh, graduated high school. Was definitely in the had to keep my grades up. My mom was pretty strict. Uh, went to college at North Carolina A and T. Got a degree in electrical. Aggie pride. Aggie pride. Got a degree in electrical engineer. From there, um, that's where I met this guy and a whole bunch of other friends. It was just a great experience. Um, from graduation, I literally went straight to working uh, for Toyota in Georgetown, Kentucky. I worked there for six years, relatively, uh, roughly, I guess. And then after those six years, I moved to Dallas, Texas, to the headquarters at Toyota. And I worked there for about four years. Um, Again, a bunch of friends, a bunch of A&T people live in uh, Dallas, so really had a good time developing my social life. Um, from there, I decided to take a six-month journey across the world, so I quit my job, and um, now I'm here. 
Bam, boom, caught up. Boom. That's probably like two minutes, but like we we a little older now, so I think we should maybe move it to like a minute and a half. Minute right, and a half. True, true, true. The timetable is really just to keep you on track. It's not like a stickler, so don't feel like you got to cut somebody off if they get to like a minute or a minute and a half. Yeah. It's really about the conversation. Absolutely. All right, so give me your life story in a minute and a half. It was a cold day. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> it was not cold. He was born in the summer. You know too much about me. All right. So my name is Paris. I was born in California, actually. Um, I have an older brother. He was born in Georgia. Uh, my mom and dad uh, were together straight out of high school from a small town in North Carolina called Ahoski, 252 Stand Up. Um, my parents got divorced early, like when I was like one. Uh, my mom moved us back to North Carolina to the small town where our family was. I was raised there, raised by my mom, me and my brother, me and my older brother. Um, childhood was pretty normal. I was very, uh, I don't even want to say nonchalant. I was very just go with the flow type of child. Um, I wasn't really into sports until I got to like fifth grade, sixth grade. I really liked games and different stuff like that. Uh, once I got to sixth grade, started learning to play sports and stuff. Um, really tried to do some of the stuff that my brother did. So my brother was in the band, so I got into the band too. So I did a lot of extracurricular activities. My mom also was not with the stuff. Like had to do schoolwork and stuff. Did not care about sports. You got to do your schoolwork. For sure. Um, went to high school. The only subject that I really kind of liked was math. So I figured I can be a math teacher, an accountant, or a engineer. Uh, math teachers uh, didn't make enough for me. An accountant seemed boring. So I said, I guess I'm majoring in engineering. Uh, uh, went to North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University. Got a degree in electrical engineering. As she said, that's where I met her my freshman year. Um, went through all of college. Had a great time. Best decision I ever made. Thanks. Um, uh, was about to graduate. Did a lot of internships. Got a scholarship to go to college. Did a lot of internships. Um, uh, was about to graduate and get a job. But then I was like, work ain't going nowhere. So I stayed and got my master's. Stayed at A&T, was about to go to NC State. a offered me scholarships again versus NC State offering loans. So I got uh, my master's in industrial and systems engineering. Got a job in a rotational program right out of college at Rolls-Royce, uh, not the cars, aerospace side. Um, actually did some rotations in California, Virginia, and did some overseas in the UK. That's what really opened me up to traveling then when I spent like six months in the UK. Then I moved to Indiana, where kind of like the home base was. Uh, we both were in the Midwest. Uh, definitely linked up a lot there. Uh, did not enjoy it. Um, that we, we knew we had some friends in, in Texas, and we both wanted to move. So we both kind of picked Texas amongst some other friends, and we all kind of migrated to Texas and Dallas. I got a new job there in the aerospace uh, industry. So just really, again, working in like aerospace manufacturing and supply chain. Um, and been living it up with my friends there ever since, really. Uh and, and cut too. Cut too. Now we're here. For sure. Um, so I think that's a great, like, kind of catch up on, like, who we are as people. Um, uh, for both of us, we both really kind of like a lot of the same things. We like to eat. We like sports. And we like to travel. Like, that's, like, three that's main three things. That's three main things. things. Um, so you when we... women in there if you want to. I mean, yeah, you could. You could. <laughs> <laughs> you could. Um... So what I would say kind of spurred this for us was uh, during the pandemic, um, just kind of where it all started for us, I, I feel like like we both were feeling real like stagnant at work, like everything kind of, I don't want to say use the word mediocre, but everything just felt the same, like no change. Um, 
I definitely was getting in and out of shape. I was just getting, like, you know, I think everybody kind of knows how the pandemic was. It was yeah. different for different people. Like, if you're an extrovert, introvert, and all that different stuff, not being able to see people and not knowing if it's going to open up or close. So, from from that, we kind of went on, like, a spiritual journey. I know it sounds, I don't even like to call it a spiritual journey, we but it was. We went on a spiritual retreat. We went on a spiritual retreat, really. And what we call that for a spiritual retreat, we didn't pay somebody. We didn't, like, go to some place with robes and drink kool-aid and nothing like that <laughs> we went uh to like this cabin out in uh uh broken bow broken bow yeah i don't like the name of that but broke bank mountain none of that um just rented it out just to get it like away from everything kind of think and just figure out like what we wanted our like next moves to be because everything felt like again like a little stagnant everything like no change happening and stuff just stuck in the same old old mediocre type things and not mediocre just mediocre for what we were at our level and i think we talked that's how zen trap kind of came about too as well like we was like hey we could do a podcast it feels like the right time and then from doing the podcast and stuff like that we started just talking like hey why not why, why we can't just travel for like six months like why not can I get a little rewind? Do you mind if I give a little rewind? Do whatever you want. So about, Not whatever. <laughs> about six years ago, me and Pete traveled to Brazil with one of our other friends, Mike Kurtz. Ooh, ooh, Olympics. Uh, yeah, 2020, real 2020. I mean, 2016. Sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, when we were there, me and Pete happened to have a conversation about, like, how much money do you think you need to retire? Like, how, mo- how long are we going to work? Like, how are we going to do this? You got me with that one. Yeah, and I was like, the whole setup is just whack, right? We make all this money, save it up so that we can, like, stop working at some point and then try to, like, live off that for the rest of our life so we don't got to work. But what's that age? Even if you do it early. Let's say early retirement is 50. I was going to say, yeah, best. 50, 55. 50, 55. Which... You still ain't going to feel like country hopping for six months. Most yeah, likely. Most likely. Unless most likely. you took real good care of yourself right. and stuff. 50, 55. You're not. You're not. Look. Look, you got kids. You might have yeah, grandkids just, on the way. It's always going to be Your life is just so different, right? So yeah. just talk. we talked about like, why is it not like we should do like, oh, you should work for like 10 years and then you get like a five-year break to do whatever you want to do. Use the money you saved up. I don't remember that part. Maybe not five-year, but you know what I'm saying? Just say like, you should. we should do how life in America is set up. You work until you're older and you don't got the really the, you got the money, but you don't got the energy to do stuff. Now we got the energy. We don't quite got the money, but we're working on it. You know what I'm saying? You got some, so you can be flexible with your life. But I think that kind of prompted me to or really sold me on the idea of like, man, I could just travel now. Well, I think you bringing up that conversation, what I thought you was going to mention was like that surprised me was you was thinking about how much money you needed to retire. Yeah. Uh, You broke it down. I don't know if you remember the figures, but you broke down how much money you would just need to live off of. Mm-hmm. Just And I was like, oh, wow. Like that is... Yeah, like you could. I don't even know if you said it was like fifty thousand yeah, dollars a year or something like roughly. that. Yeah. And this was in twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen when you had broke that down for me, and you was you was even padding some stuff a little bit. Like, yeah, I could live comfortably with fifty. That's that just puts you in a whole different perspective if you be thinking like, if I make fifty thousand dollars a year, I should be able to do this, this, and this. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So so that that got me, but um, little conversations and stuff like that. And being able to experience different stuff just opens your mind up mm-hmm. to different stuff. Stuff you used to say like, "No, nah, I could never do that." It's just like, "No, nah, I, I can do that." If I, if you, if you think about it, yeah, I can do that. 
All right, so I guess leading up to it, and once we kind of made a decision that we were going to go, uh, I'm like I kind of circled back all the way to the beginning. First two questions is money and, and work. Money and work, pretty much. And uh, just another segue on that is just like, which we can probably talk about another time, which is like work culture in the U.S. versus work culture in some other countries. For sure. Um, but how we going to have money <laughs> to afford it and what we're gonna do with our job so both of us were already working uh pretty much full-time remote so we just said hey we're gonna put in some requests to try and work part-time remote we we know we're capable of doing it um we put in requests um my process was a lot different than hers i don't know if you i'll go through mine first because mine is probably quicker like than yours so i put in excuse me i put in a part-time Requests. My team was very much so trying to accommodate it. Uh, went through like some security and tax issues, and I think they pretty much were just given like not to run around, but I, I think we got a lot of people trying to work from like Puerto Rico, live in Mexico, and stuff. So they was updated all these policies and stuff. Long story short, uh, I was about to get approved for part time, and then right at the last second, they was just pretty much like, "No, nah, we can't do it." So I'm on personal leave right now. So in personal leave for anybody that doesn't know in the corporate world. All I get to keep is my benefits. I ain't got no job, really. No money. No nothing. So I'm on personal leave, but it does guarantee me a job when I get back. If if they keep me on it. Because at this point, uh, myself or them can choose to uh, terminate it at any point by fire, quit, whichever yeah. one. Uh, what about you? Uh, similar in the sense of I, com- I submitted a request to work remote part-time um pretty off the rip they was kind of like nah (laughs) just the type of job i have and the culture at that company is just it was a no-go so i kind of knew that and was expecting that but wanted to see if i could take personal leave uh wasn't able to do that either they weren't able to hold a position for me so i quit um it was important enough to me to do this for myself my mental space my physical space um to to quit my job and hey i'm proud of you for that yeah man. i'm proud of you for that, that it, it was i mean that it was takes a, tough a level decision. of cojones especially <laughs> with all the everybody around you yeah. all the the culture family yeah everything. and i've been working at this one i mean i've been working at this one job for 10 years and i told somebody that else too. since i was 22 years old they ain't missed a check every two weeks i got a check so it's you definitely know she come from the old school they ain't missed a check hey that's that's how you that's how i grew up my parents my mom was old so like it was definitely a um, a big transition for me, but it meant a lot to me to do this, and it definitely I proved to myself that I got some cojones for real. I really proved to myself more you than really anything. Got I mean, not really, but oh, like, yeah, yeah. really, okay. you nah. know what I'm saying? I got the heart of you, you know got them saying? internal cojones. Yeah, internal. Okay. There you go. <laughs> so, so yeah, bro, talk, uh, talk to me about that a little bit. Like, what what was that that feeling at that time when you was putting in the request, and then Man. once you kind of got got yeah, like so sure it's, that, of course you're like it's nerve wracking, right? Because you don't know mm. what's gonna happen. You're nervous. You're like, dang, what if I don't have no job? Like you're doing all this kind of overthinking in your head and i think the the biggest relief surprisingly was when i made a decision like when they came back and was like nah you can't do it i was like all right it's decision time you know what i'm saying kate what you gonna do and i decided to quit and literally putting in my letter of resignation i did it real old school i like wrote it out signed it folded it up put it in an envelope put their name on it and stuff i gave out copies <laughs> um but it was just a relief i was just like man 
this feels right. It felt like the right decision. I was happy about my decision. And uh, I'm here now. Ain't no looking back. Yeah. 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 And it's it's tough, man. Even when you decide to do it, it's just still like, I don't know. What, what am I trying to say? It's a regular, normal amount of like anxiousness and, ex, you know, excited. Nervous and excited is pretty much the same, same feeling. Right. So you're just excited to see what's going to happen, how it's going to happen. And then I will say what you what you got to watch out for and what you can't. Because, again, I like to listen to a lot of different people's perspectives and stuff because you can take in what you want to take in. Like you can have the discernment to figure out who's giving you like good advice versus what's just not good advice for you. Eat the meat, for spit you. out the bones. Ever heard that? I have now. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, nah, you good. You good. So I don't know what I was going to say with that. But, um, oh, I was pretty much going to say, don't let people put their fears on you. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. So, uh, yeah, don't let them, like, keep the bones on you. Just keep eating the meat. <laughs> No, that's not how that works. Oh, I thought it I thought it would relate. But either way, like you like when we're telling people about what we're about to do and when you're trying to share it, you need to be careful with that sometimes. Or you need to just recognize what type of personality you have. Like if people are giving you a lot of their thoughts and their fears, are is that gonna make you hesitant to do stuff? Um, you know, and you gotta weigh out like, are they giving me real advice? Like this is somebody who's loving who has some kind of experiences with this as well. And they're saying like, no, I don't think that's safe for you to do, or this isn't the right time. Or is this someone who just really doesn't know? Like they, they don't know. They haven't yeah. traveled much. They're trying Absolutely. to give you an opinion on something that literally they have no, not, they don't know about, which again, you can listen to it, but it's like, you want that meat or that? <laughs> so Eat the meat, spit out the bones. Yeah. Sure. So just again, during that time, just making sure that you are listening and receiving what you need to receive and, not ignoring, but like not letting the stuff uh, block you or phase you from what you're trying to do. Like, absolutely, I agree a hundred percent. Let's see. Um, so, of course, with the money thing, though, still uh, that's always the quick uh, thing that people try and talk about. Like, you must got so much saved up. I am broke, <laughs> broke eight. I'm broke eight. The bougie broke. version. Well, look. I don't want to speak brokenness on me. I mean, like, money ain't real. And that uh, right now we live in a great world of, of of credit and cash. So it's really just like a cash on hand little, you know, living a little daddy. A little daddy. Somebody on the train said it uh, when we got here, actually. Money come, money go. So I'm going to get it back. Yeah. So again, I'm going to get it back. back. I'm, I have no doubt. I'm going to get it back. I don't think, and again, I don't know you. I, I mean, I know our finances business-wise, but I don't know your personal finances like that. I don't think either one of us is in major extreme debt or some kind of crisis or something. We have, we've had enough saved up to do this. Um, but also, we recognize that, like, right now we're prioritizing experiences over potentially going into, like, just a little bit of debt and coming back and just saving the money and getting back to right where you were. At worst for us right now, what really made us do it is, like, Worst case, we're going to be right back where we were. Exactly. Not like, not lower, not higher. We'll be right back at the same find spot. a of, job and work for a company. Got, we got checks coming every week. We got enough saved up for to live off a month and a half, two months. Of, like Yeah. So I think that was really big for us. And I think, again, a lot of people think that some stuff costs way more than it does. And it's like, you just got to reexamine, like, what's your priorities? Like, yeah. is my priority going to be 
uh, getting pampered in some kind of way, or is it going to be uh, going to see some waterfall that I've never, never seen before? Am I going to buy them new Jays that's coming out, or I'm going to get this flight to Spain? I ain't bought no Jays in a long time. I know you itching. I know you itching. Itching. I need itchy. them A&T dunks, though. I don't even like <laughs> oh, shoes them like happen. that. That's happening. If you get them, like, 13 me, dog. Eight and a half or something. Thirteen, else, dog. You know? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get them. Anyway, I'm already manifesting that for sure. So to I guess kind of like wrap up, like uh, we're gonna be doing Zen Trap travels. We're gonna be trying a lot of different stuff. So you're gonna see us posting a lot more. We're gonna be backgrounds gonna be different. Episodes, yeah, backgrounds definitely gonna be different. Uh, setup is gonna be different <laughs> yeah. as we uh, adjust and right. have to make adjustments. We're gonna start doing. Some interviews if we can. Um, yeah, we're just going to be trying a lot of different stuff and just seeing what sticks. We can throw a lot of stuff at the wall, see what sticks. Metaphor game crazy over here, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you know how sticky it get? Okay. Jersey. Jersey you know. um, so uh, why don't you wrap us up by, by just trying to, I guess, tell everybody, because I, I think we've been giving undertones of it the whole time, but like we are not different than anybody else i know you hear celebrities and all these other people say that all the time and by no means am i comparing myself to a celebrity i'm just trying to point out that when you see us do it hopefully you knowing us and you seeing where where we are where we're starting from and stuff that like you could do it too you can do it too don't let yourself off the hook by making me extraordinary Hey, shout out Lisa Nichols. Shout out Lisa Nichols. Um, but for real, like we are regular people that was working regular jobs and decided to do this. Obviously, we're not living no super lavish travel. We ain't staying in five-star hotels, but we have nice accommodations. Everything's going well. We, we don't have everything planned to the T, but we will. Um, and mostly it feeds us. It feeds our spirit. It feeds our soul. It feeds, feeds our mind. And that's what we focused on right now. And if that's what's something you want to focus on, then feel free to take notes from us, ask us questions, comment, whatever. Hit us up. We'll be we'll be happy to let you know kind of what we're doing and how we're doing in more detail. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And if you live overseas in some spot, black nomads, hit us up, please. <laughs> for sure. In the comments, DM us something. Yeah. Like if you're trying to link up, let us know. We hopping around, um, baby. Yeah. Also, like like just like what you said, don't put us on no pedestal. Like, absolutely, you can a hundred percent do it too. A hundred percent. I, I matter of fact, I've seen people doing it on Instagram. I've seen them doing it before us. We're not gonna be the first to do it. We're not gonna be the last. Like, I hope more people do it after this. And just like what she said about like everything ain't planned out. So like we've been talking about that and just regular Zen trap stuff that like you got to follow the momentum. Sometimes action over just planning. Sometimes like you got to just. I, I like to say you gotta get shit done. Like absolutely, and another thing is this also allows us space to practice some of the stuff we've been talking about, right? Practice getting your routine in order. Practice focusing on yourself, meditating for longer than ten minutes, for fifteen minutes. I can meditate for an hour. I ain't got shit to do after this. You know what I'm saying? So we ain't got nothing but time. <laughs> we ain't got nothing. We got some dominoes over there. We got we Assassin's got, Creed. We talking to y'all and we doing our thing. We pouring into ourselves. So again, if you I hope this motivates somebody. I hope somebody hits us up like, hey, I did this because of y'all. We just want to be an inspiration to y'all and uh, honestly feed ourselves. So, For sure. So uh, next uh, time on Zen Trap Travels, we got some some special stuff for you. So be on the lookout for that. Sure. Um, yeah, if you can't do nothing, this has been your first 
Zen Trap Travel uh, episode. I'm one of your two hosts, Yogi LG. Zen P. And just remember, if you can't do nothing, make sure you protect your peace. Protect your energy. Zen Trap, we out. We out. Welcome to the trap. Welcome, welcome to the trap.